بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين على آله وصحبه أجمعين سير برد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته continuing or we have started last week to discuss the case of magic just to remind myself and you brothers what is the connection between magic and Tawheed or monotheism because this book is said Kitab al-Tawheed the book of monotheism what is the connection between Tawheed, monotheism and magic actually most of the magic happening or used cannot be done unless there is polytheism and polytheism is the opposite of monotheism shirk is opposite of Tawheed so in order to, in order to know something sometimes you need to define it and also sometimes you need to know the opposite of it so it will be clear to you that this thing it clears you when you talk about the opposite of the thing it clears you the thing you are talking about if you want to talk about Tawheed you need to talk about Shirk if you are talking about monotheism you need to talk about polytheism if you are talking about the white things you need to talk about the black things so in this case now it's clear to you we have a say in Arabic that things will be clearer if you talk about the opposite so in this book as we said the author rahimahullah is really giving us the cases of Tawheed only by Quran and Sunnah you cannot find, except some points he is writing down, but you find that every chapter he is giving ayah or two or three or four ayahs or more, and he is giving only hadith or two or three or four or more. That's it. He is not putting anything else. He is just giving you the address of the, or the, the, the headline of the chapter, then he is giving you the ayah and the hadith. And that's really the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the way of Sahaba and also the way of the hadith gatherers like Al-Bukhari rahimahullah if you see Al-Bukhari rahimahullah he actually gives the chapter then he gives under that chapter or that bab I call it in Arabic bab he gives you ayat then a hadith without any extra talking because this there is Quran and Sunnah no need to talk but the problem comes is that those Muslims we Muslims are not good enough to deal with Quran and Sunnah sometimes whether because of the language barrier or because of Shaitan who is really taking us in different ways so we, are, we read Quran sometimes we recite Quran we read the hadith of Muhammad وسلم, but we don't get really what is there and here comes the point that why ulama Especially the major four Imams, Abu Hanifa rahimahullah, wa Shafi, wa Ahmad, wa Hanbal, wa Malik rahimahullah. Why are they having sometimes different opinions? Because it is opinions. They are never having two eyes which is contradicting. You cannot find that Imam Ahmad, Ibn Hanbal as an example, 
and Abu Hanifa, they are having two conflict ayahs in one case. Never. It's just the case of the understanding. Here is the ayah, here is the hadith, the understanding of him is this, and the other imams understand a different way. So in this case, there are some differences. But alhamdulillah, all of these four imams, major imams, they are in creed, in majority, all the same. And I told you before that in here in Saudi Arabia, although they are, they are Hanbalis as they call them, they teach us in the university, Imam University an example, they teach us a creed which is written by a Hanafi Imam. Imam Tahawi, maybe you heard of him. And Imam Abu Ja'far al-Tahawi, one of the Hanafi's Imams who have written a creed. But because the creed of Islam is not for Hanafi's or Shafi's or Maliki alone, it's for all Muslims. Right? In this case now, we are not looking at this way. Yes, they have some differences in the case of fiqh. Maybe Hanbalis are putting their hands this way, the Shafi is doing a different way. Maybe Shafi is saying Bismillah loudly in the beginning and Hanbalis are not. This are, alhamdulillah, does not break down the unity of Muslims. So we need really, first of all, before, before we discuss any points, that we should really look to Quran and Sunnah. Some people say, okay, you are talking about Quran and Sunnah, then we will delete all these school of thoughts. Hanafi school of thoughts, Shafi's, Maliki's, Hanbali's. No, this is incorrect. This is totally wrong. Because those Imams, Rahimahumullah, they have done their best. Also, there are students who came after them, they made their best on understanding these ayahs and this hadith, especially in the side of fiqh. So why we kick out all of this effort done by these imams and their students and say, no, no, we will use our minds to understand the Quran and Sunnah. That's incorrect. But in the same time, we say that Quran and Sunnah are the, the major and the first. Then we come to the madhab and we take the understanding of these ayahs. Just example of if, if Ahmed ibn Hanbal understood one ayah incorrect or he had a hadith which was weak in some case. Then we find out in some other madhab that there is a stronger hadith than the hadith which is used by Ahmed ibn Hanbal rahimahullah in such and such case. What are we supposed to do? Well, I'm Hanbali, I will stick to Imam Ahmed ibn Hanbal when he says, no, it is not true. I am a Muslim before I am a Hanbali. And you are Muslims before you are Hanafis or Shafi'is or Malikis or Hanbali. If Muhammad Sallallahu comes to this masjid, even if there is Ahmed ibn Hanbal and Shafi'i and Malik and Abu Hanifa, all of them in the masjid, all of us will follow Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So in this case, what Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said in his holy book, what Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in his hadith, is our resource for this deed. Right. Last week we discussed the case of the magic and we said we'll talk about we, we'll define magic we'll talk about the types of magic and we have done this alhamdulillah last week tonight we will discuss the ayahs and the hadith which is mentioned in this chapter about the case of magic he the author made or put two ayahs and three hadith about the case of magic in the beginning of course there's another chapter also about magic the types of magic he said, the first thing he mentioned the ayah, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala said, أعوذ بالله الشيطان الرجيم ولقد علموا لمن اشتراه ما له بالآخرة من خلاق. This is a long ayah, actually number 102 in Surah Al-Baqarah. It's talking about Sulaiman عليه السلام. The first of the ayah, واتبعوا ما تتلو الشياطين على ملك سليمان 
وما كفر سليمان ولكن الشياطين كفروا يعلمون الناس السحر وما انزل على الملكين ببابل هاروت وماروت وما يعلمان من احد حتى يقول انما نحن فتنه فلا تكفر فيتعلمون منهما ما يفرقون به بين المرء وزوجه وما هم بضارين به من احد الا باذن الله فيتعلمون ما يضرهم ولا ينفعهم ولقد علموا لمن اشتراه ما له في الاخره من خلق. Just to show how that human being will run for something. If you buy something, it means that it's valuable to you. If you take something somewhere, that's natural. But if you buy it, وَلَقَدْ عَلِمُ لَمَنِ اشْتَرَاهُ So he's buying it because he is anxious to have it because he thinks this is something valuable. You can see now there are schools to teach magic. Of course, not in this country, alhamdulillah, some, some countries are there. But there are some countries that are they're having schools to teach magic. Although they know it is really going to be very bad and it's going to hurt people. They make a husband and a wife love each other or they don't love each other. Or vice versa, they make them hate each other. They may affect the person in his mind that he imagines things like what they throw magicians. When they did that with Musa alayhi salam. Allah told us subhanahu wa ta'ala about Musa, يُخَيَّلُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ سِحْرِهِمْ أَنَّهَا تَسْعَى Musa imagined that the, the sticks and the robes are moving. Was there not? Not only Musa, of course. Everybody was attending that place or that festival. The magician affected their eyes that they imagined that the sticks and the robes are moving. That's why, subhanallah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told Musa to throw his stick, the stick of Musa became a true. Ah, true snake. Not by magic, but true. So this true snake took all of these other robes and sticks, which was imagined. The people imagined they are sticks. Uh, they are snakes. That's why those magicians, the own magicians, although they were experts in magic, although they were the best of magic in that time in the in Pharaoh's land, they knew that what Musa did is not a magic. Because they know magic. They are experts. They saw the stick and he threw the stick and they know that stick became true snake. Not a magician by magic. So they accepted Islam. And they became Muslims and they followed Musa although their own told them that he will kill them. One of the worst way of killing. Still they are sticking to the deal. They did not refuse it. They did not leave it. Why? Because they knew it is the truth. That's why we say sometimes, if a doctor, a Catholic doctor as an example, sees something that Quran have already mentioned, like the case of the worms. We do not know much about it. Some Catholic doctors, they accepted Islam because when they checked these eyes which is talking about, which is first, the meat or the booze. That's uh, Sheikh, Sheikh Abdul Majid Zandani from Yemen, when he explained this ayah, ثم نكسوها لحما. He will explain this ayah to some American doctor. He was so amazed that he accepted Islam because of it. 
Okay, we're not trying to say that Quran is explaining what we have now because this is not the case. Most of we have now knowledge, if we have now theories, we are not going to bring Quran and twist Quran to follow these theories. No. Actually, these theories will follow Quran if they are correctly okay or not. They are as they say. Quran is the list, is the list because it's the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in this case now, whoever buys this magic, whoever takes this magic, whoever learns this magic, he has no share in the judgment day. He is a loser, totally loser. He is a kafir. Why? Because this magic, as we understood when we discussed that last week, that magician cannot really do anything unless he is using the devil's jinn. And devil's jinn, they don't give their services freely. Without anything, there's no job to be done. These magicians actually will serve, these magicians, these devil's jinn, actually will serve the, devil, the, the, the magicians, but for something. What, what are these? Because they are devil jinns, devil, not regular jinns, because they are Muslim jinns. But these are devil jinns, they want to do the job of their father Iblis. They want to bring people in the wrong way so they become politics, so they will go to Jahannam with them. As their father swore to Allah wa ta'ala and he said, فَبِعِزَّتِكَ لَأَغْوِيَنَّهُمْ أَجْمَعِينَ إِلَّا عِبَادَكَ مِنْهُمُ الْمُفَصِّلِ So he swore to Allah wa ta'ala that he will take us all with him to Jahannam. Except. Except those people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them mukhlasin, so they will not fall into uh, in his steps or traps. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our from them. So, those people who are using magic or accepting magic, they are actually doing magic, they are doing magic, they are doing it only by the help of the devil jinn and this help and this service of the devil jinn will not going to be free because they will ask these people to insult Quran and that's found in Riyadh some, some places by the way they ask them to make people slaughter two others than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't be amazed if someone goes to the magician and he tells them and the magician will tell him buy a black roaster or a black sheep and take it to such and such place outside of the city as an example slaughter it and don't say bismillah why? Why not to say Bismillah? Because this is for jinn. For devil jinn. So it is major shirk, major polytheism, and whoever does this is a kafir, out of Islam. Excluded from Islam. So magic will not take a place unless the devil jinns help the magicians, and the devil jinns will not give their services freely. They will ask the, the, the magician and his patience, or patience, to do some polyhism so they will go with them to Jahannam. The other ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْجِبْتِ وَالطَّاغُوتِ This is about the Jew. The Jew was one of the nations who were experts on magic. And Egypt and Taghut is explained by Umar radiallahu anhu. And Umar ibn Khattab, as you know, is one of the four imams, khalifas, that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us to follow their sunnah. عليكم بسنتي وسنة الخلفاء الراشدين المهديين من بعدي تمسكوا بها وعضوا عليها بالنواجد These four imams, their sunnah is the sunnah. We are required to follow them. Among the other sahaba, yes, these four imams, four khalifas, 
ابو بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي رضي الله عنهم وارضاهم ابن الحديث ابو محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم عمر السعد رضي الله عنه اجبت مينز ماجيك عند الطاغوت مينز الشيطان جابر بن عبد الله رضي الله عنه نظر الصحابي زيد الطواغيت ار بروجيكتورز الشيطان will come to them to help them out by trying to give them some light to lie on the people saying that they know the غيب the unseen world some people say well, wait then this explanation is not really a general explanation it's in a certain case it's like an example yes علماء from Sahaba and up to now they are using the system of explaining something with something although this thing they are explaining with is not complete way yeah, if we say Egypt means a sihr this is only part of it so using part of the thing to explain this is an example so when Umar said At-Tawut al-Shaytan Tawut is more than Shaytan al-Shaytan is the head of Tawut yes but there is another other Tawut as Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam called الناس one of the stations which was worshipped by Arabs طاغية طاغوت so many things are طاغوت whoever worshipped instead of Allah سبحانه وتعالى is a طاغوت unless he does not he doesn't like it because some people say okay are you saying that Isa ibn Maryam is a طاغوت no of course not Isa ibn Maryam is worshipped against his will but whoever is worshipped with his will he accepts that he is a طاغوت like these magicians they want people to slaughter for the refugees, so they are making worshipping now. They are asking the people to make polytheism, so they are ta'ud. Also predictors. Predictors, they say they know the right, the unseen world. And they are liars, of course, because Allah clearly told us in His holy book, subhanahu wa ta'ala, Nobody in earth or heaven knows the right, the unseen world, except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when somebody comes like the, the Shia and they say that Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib and his 11 descending sons they know the Ghaib then they are polytheists they are not Muslims anymore because they have contradicted the Quran clearly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly in the Holy Book says قُلْ لَا يَعْلَمُ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ الْغَيْبَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ Only Allah They say no 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 Also Ali ibn Abi Talib and his 11 descending sons When they say Ya Ali Ya Hussein Give me this and give me that thing that can Allah, only, only Allah can do. This is another polarism. But on the other side of Tawheed, which is Uluhiyah, worship side. So these, Egypt at Tawheed, which is in the Ahi, Umunun of Egypt, these two, they believe in Sihr, magic, and they believe also in Shaitan. Although they, they show that they are following Musa, السلام, and they are liars. That's why some of our ulama say do not call the Christians Christians. No. Masihi. No. This is incorrect call. If you say he is Masihi, that means you are he is follower of Masih, which is incorrect. Call him Nasrani, as Allah said in his, his holy book. وَقَالَتِ النَّصَارَى Nasara group. Nasrani is one. Okay, if you use Masihi, still it's okay, but if you are going to follow Quran then, you, uh, the Quran words of Allah, the words of Allah Taala say they are an Nasara. Jew also they are called after Yehuda. Okay, the, naming them Jew, Yehud, it could be different ways. 
whether they are after Yehuda, one of their grandfathers, or after the word Inna Hudna Ilaik, I we are back to you, Ya Allah. So they are called both ways, so no problem. But for Nasara, you can't, if you call them Christians, Messiahiyin, then you are saying that you are naming them after the Messiahiyin of Maryam, which is incorrect. Right. So Jew actually are one of the most nations who are following and running the, the magic. And they are accepting shaitan. So in this case now, that's why if you see, yani if Christians are making polyhism because of their ignorance, if you, when you recite Al-Fatiha in your Salah, and say, اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ The correct way, correct path. صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ That's Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his brothers of Nabiyyin and his Sahaba. These are the people who are on the right track, the right path. غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ Ah, here's the problem. Who are they? Those cursed or damned are the Jew and whoever of Muslims who are doing the same thing. What are they doing? Why are they cursed? Because they know and they do not follow. It's arrogant. They don't want to follow. They know that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah and they reject him. And I told you, remember, we told you the story of Huyayy ibn Akhtab, one of the major leaders of Jew in Khaybar and Medina before that, and his brother Yasser. Huyayy ibn Akhtab is the father of our mother Safiya, radiallahu anha. But she accepted Islam later on after her father's death. But he was a kafir and he was killed as a kafir. Huyayy ibn Akhtab, when, when Muhammad first came to Medina in Hijrah, he came along with his brother Yasser. Both of them are Jew, the leaders, one of the, uh, two leaders of, of Jew. They came and they tested Muhammad to see if he is true or not. Then they left. In their way back home, Yasser asked Huyay, what do you say about this man? And he Muhammad Allah said. He said, yes, well he is true. What? He is true. Huyay ibn Akhtar believes that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. Is he a Muslim? No. Complete the story. Then his brother Ayah said, what, what are you going to do? He said, I will make him my enemy all my life. A'udhu Billah. You are one of the worst nations because they know the truth but they reject it. Intentionally. وَجَّحَدُوا بِهَا وَاسْتَيْقَلَتْهَا أَنفُسُهُمْ ظُلْمًا وَعُلُوًّا They know it but they reject it. That's why Abu Jahl from this Ummah is the Fir'aun of this Ummah. Why? Because he knew that what Muhammad is saying is true, but he rejected it because of arrogance. He doesn't want to accept it. He refused to follow Muhammad because he feels that he is from Bani Makhzum. Why to follow Muhammad from Bani Hashim? Ishhada. And like we say, this, this guy is Atabi and this is Mutairi and this is Tamimi, they do, none of them want to follow the other. Ishhad. Muhammad sallallahu is bringing or receiving the Qur'an of Allah, the words of Allah, the Creator, the Sustainer of everything, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we say, oh, I will not follow him because he is from Bani Hashim. Even Abu Talib, his uncle, the one who defended him and the one who protected him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu Talib, this guy died as a politician. Why? Because he had an arrogance also. He refused to say, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa Muhammad rasulullah. Even he, while he was dying, when Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam knew that he is dying, he jumped. And he went to his house, although he all his life he was trying with him, Ya Am, please say La ilaha illallah. And he was refusing. Now, now he's dying. 
So it's the last chance. Last chance. He came to him to tell him, Ya Am, say La ilaha illallah. Because of two bad friends. And that really gives us a very important point about the friends. When we have our friends and we have discussion or having a, a party or whatever, if these bad friends, if they are bad friends, they are going to lead us in the wrong way. These two friends, Abu Jahl and the other guy, other guy accepted Islam, alhamdulillah, Abdullah ibn Umayyah, but Abu Jahl did not. When Muhammad came to him, he was dying, yeah, I'm saying, la ilaha illallah. Allah can really defend you on the judgment day in front of Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala. What did they say? Say, are you going to leave your father's deen for your nephew's deen? It's a problem. Abu Talib now is an old man and he's a leader of Quraysh and he's pushed by these two guys not to leave his father's deen. Who's, who's your father? Abu Talib is another mushrik. Abdul Muttalib is another mushrik. But because of arrogance that he's not going to follow his nephew and he will follow his father, the leader of Quraysh before him, so he said, he said himself that he is dying on the deen of Abu, Abu Abdul Muttalib. That's why Shia are trying to say this is incorrect and Abu Talib became a Muslim so that's why they love him. By the way, Shia, they love even Abu Lu'la al-Majusi if you know him. Abu Lu'la al-Majusi is the one who killed Umar radiallahu anhu and he is Majusi. Majusi, magnet. The people who worship the fire from Persian area. And they made Varih, a big grave in Iran for Abu Lu'la al-Majusi and they make Milad for him also. Subhanallah Then after these two ayahs we have the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is narrated by Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu and it is in Al-Bukhari and Muslim that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told his sahaba to be aware of or to, to be saved from the seven destroyers al mubiqat So sahaba asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what are they ya Rasulullah? They did not keep silent. Yani this, this is the case. If you understand, when you see the, such hadith, don't take it just as a judgment and ma'at salama. No. Read the hadith. Try to understand why sahab, what ashab are doing. They, they are not just keeping silent. They said, what are they, Ya Rasulullah? They want to know because they want to practice. It's a big difference between a person who wants to know just for knowledge. He, he gathers theories. And he's not practicing them. And he's not calling for them, for them of course. That these are the Jews. The Jews, they know a lot, but they don't follow. Christians, they don't know nothing, and they worship, but in the wrong way. So, Sahaba asked Rasulullah, what are they, Rasulullah? So he said, Salah Salaam, Ashirku Billah, Salafism, magic, and so on. Magic is one of the destroyers, Mubiqat. So it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous, and Muslims should really be aware of, as we said in the beginning. Then, the other hadith, Jundub, radiallahu anhu, said in the hadith which is narrated by the Tirmidhi, that the judgment of the magician is to suffer him with the sword. La ilaha illallah. Why? Why so much punishment like this to be done to a person? Because he is very dangerous and he is very hurting to the others. 
he could kill but without a gun without a sword or a knife he can kill by the help of the, the devil jinns how many people are killed in their bed without any knife or anything by the devil jinns devil jinns we, we remember we discussed the case of jinns if you remember when we talked about the fundamentals of iman or the pillars of iman when we talked about malaika we discussed also the case of jinn and we said jinn are divided like human beings some of them are good Muslims, some of them are bad Muslims, some are devils, some of them are devils. And these devils will hurt Bani Adam, human beings, unless, ah, unless here is very important. Unless a human being or Adami is having protection. Yani, uh, having a gun with him at night so the devil jinn comes and he will kill him? No, he's having zikr. I can curse me. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa guaranteed to us that if you recite Ayat al-Kursi before you sleep, you are protected until you wake up. If you recite, قُلْ وَاللَّهُ وَاحَدُ قُلْ عَذْرَ رَبِّ الْفَلَقُ قُلْ عَذْرَ رَبِّ النَّاسِ Three times in the morning, three times in the evening, you are protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the whole 24 hours. Clear hadith. Clear hadith from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But the problem is that not in the hadith, the problem is the people who are not using these weapons. We said before, if you have a fantastic gun, you bought it for thousands of riyals, and you hang it, or you put it on the top of the roof, where the dust comes and it's not going to be used anymore, no use. You leave it there. When the, the thief comes, go and look for it. No use. It's already no use. But if you take care of this gun always, and you have to take care of it, and lubricate it, take care of it, it's ready for any problem, when the thief comes, one shot will make him run away. Same thing as the case of the word or hadith. If, you, if we recite Ayat al-Kursi, if we recite Qul Allahu Ahad, Qul Azhar bil-Falaq, Qul Azhar bil-Nas, three times a day, not Ayat al-Kursi, of course. These three stories, three times in the morning, three times in the evening, then you are protected totally. That's a promise from Allah. Diligence cannot hurt you. I think, I remember I repeated this story so many times, but let me just bring it again. A bad man. Drug dealer, but, you know, drug dealers, they don't take drugs. Be careful. Drug dealers, they do not use drugs. Because if they do, they lose. They lose their timber, they lose their control. They buy drugs and they give it to the others. They sell it to the others, but they don't use it. A drug dealer, who's Looks like he's a good man and he prays with Jama'ah and everything. A hypocrite. He went to, 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 to ask for a lady to be his wife. A nice girl. The whole family is, mashallah, very good people. They are reciting Quran and so on. Doing their deal assignments as they are supposed to do. So, they went, this, this family went to ask about this man in the masjid and they told him, well, mashallah, he's, Make Salah with Jama'ah and if it is okay, Alhamdulillah. So they accepted him and they gave him their daughter. They gave him their daughter. Later on, this daughter this, and discovered that this man is a drug dealer and he's a bad man. So she ran away from him, back home. That drug dealer, the husband, came to the family and said, Give me my wife, they refused. So what he did is he went to a magician. 
And he said, this is 5,000 riyals. This, this story is happening, happening in Riyadh, by the way. Don't go far away. He gave, him, he gave the magician 5,000 riyals. And say, bring me my, my wife back. He said, okay, go and bring me some of her used clothes. Ah, if you have somebody who is asking for used clothes of yours, be careful. There's something hunky-bunky in there. Be careful. Because the magicians will use this for what? We know that the police dogs, when they smell, they use the clothes for a person, they can find them, right? This is the same for the devil jeans. They are dogs. They smell the smell of this used clothes and they find the person who is this clothes belongs to. So he brought this used clothes and he gave it to the magician. He said, okay, go, come back after one week. After one week, the, the husband came to the magician and said, well, I'm sorry, take your, take your stuff, take your money, I cannot. He said, make it 10,000. Okay, give me another week. So he tried again, looked, the week after he came, what have you done? Take your money, go away. I can't. Why? He said, I can't, halal. No, tell me why. He said, because this family is a Quran reciter. We cannot touch them. Every time I send my people, it means the virgins, of course. When they come to get the house, they cannot get to the house. Because Quran is recited there, and this Quran is burning these devils. Many some of you heard the story of that Filipino a magician who came to Riyadh. That was on the radio, by the way. A Filipino who came to Riyadh as a magician, but he was working regularly, but he is actually a magician. He was telling the story by himself. He said, one night I was sitting in my house calling the devil Jews by certain words and so on. It was about midnight. And you know, the Saudi television, they start with Quran, they conclude with Quran. I don't know what's the story here. While he was calling his devil jinns, while they are there in, his, in the room with this Filipino magician, or magi- the Quran was, the TV was on and they started the Quran to close. So the devil jinns ran away. Like this, nobody's there. He, he calls them again and again for three days and nobody came. After that, they came with yellow faces. What happened to you? I said, what, what, what did you do? What did I do? I just called you. I said, and continued calling you for three days, nobody came. I said, yes. While you call that night, you have turned this Quran on. And that's really hurting us. So this Filipino started to think, why is that? Why? Why Quran is hurting these devil Jews? He started to ask some Saudis, the colleagues in the work, what is Quran? What Quran? What is Quran? Says the Quran is the word of Allah I want to read it. So he starts to study. Ah, why? This is the Quran which burns these divergences. This is something different. Start to study Quran, the meaning of Quran, then he accepted Islam. Alhamdulillah. That's why, again, to say, magician should be killed. Magician should be killed because he is hurting people in different ways. Whether by making hazards between a husband and wife, or by killing people in their beds, or anywhere else, they could do a lot of things. They tried to hurt Muhammad, Nabi ibn al-A'qam, the Jew, he hurted Muhammad, but he hurted him in only imagination, that's all. His body, Allah, was safe, 
his salah and ibadah and his uh, sharia is safe, but his, he has some imagination, thinking that he has done something and he didn't do it. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him Jibreel and some other angels to make ruqya in him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, so he became okay. Hey, I think we should stop in here because we will still have some more cases to be discussed, inshallah, next week. Hopefully, inshallah, we'll continue and we'll talk about the other chapter next week. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you. Otherwise, we can close. Okay, good question here, Lani. When we say that magician to be killed, this will be explained in the next hadith, by the way, but however, anything to be done, killing a magician, deciding to throw rocks on Zani, the one who makes adultery, the married man, uh, hitting someone who deserves it, this is not to be done by individuals. Making jihad, not to be done by individuals. This should be by the leader of Muslims. When a leader of Muslims decides that this person is a magician and he should be killed, then he will be killed. By the leader of the Muslims or whoever he is given the authority or delegated. Now let's see now. The case of courts. The judge is delegated by the leader of the Muslims to do or to judge people. And the police is giving the delegation to kill this magician, but not any one of us. As we said before, when we talk about shirk, that the Borghis, their blood is halal for Muslims, but that's not for everybody. And if you say, okay, well, if the, if the, if the Borghis, their blood is halal, no problem, then my neighbor is, is a Borghis. He's a Hindu or a, a Buddhist or this or that. Yeah, tomorrow, Bismillah, Allah Akbar. No, that's not so. This is not for us as individuals. This is for the leaders of Muslims or the people who he delegates. Yes. There are some people in India and Pakistan. Those who control him and the special they can do treatments and all. Many things like this happen in India. Okay. As we said, you know, if, if the devil jinns are capable of seeing us, as I told us in his holy book, إِنَّهُ يَرَاكُمْ هُوَ وَقَبِيلُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَتَوْنَهُمْ You cannot see them, but they can see you. Also, they have some capability of hurting us. Hurting the people who do not have the word, the, the protection. Now, it's very simple. I told you the story of that. And it's very simple of the, the, the jinn. We believe that upon the word Quran and Sunnah and the, also the reality that the devil jinn can get into the human being body and control it. Okay? Then if he is controlling the body, then he can, they can do a lot of things. They can kill him. Some of the cancer cases is not true. It's by the virgin. And they are, they have tried them with so much medicines, but they are not, they are not doing anything. And they tried them with rupia, Quran and Sunnah, and they are cured. Because, وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنْ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءٌ وَرَحْمَةٌ So these, yes, the magicians, they have control on these savages, and actually they don't, but they are helping them, they are giving them services. But there are some people who are Muslims, and pray five times the mark, they are the control of Jesus. Still, still, no, they are actually in here, even if they say, some people say no. 
And even clearer than that to say, there is a Muslim who says, yeah, you are Iraqi, one of our sheikhs, says, yeah, sheikh, I can't, I have a jinn who is holding me in good things. Good things. For ilm, for salah, for these things. Can I accept his help? He said, no. Why? Because you don't know if this jinn is the devil or not. Maybe he's tricking you. Now these people, they say, even they are praying for hands and they are good Muslims and they are good mutawah. How do they guarantee that these are not devils and they are not playing around with them? Can you see his beard? The jinn beard? beard? Or can you see him praying with jama'ah? You can. So in this case, maybe this jinn is, is actually, he is a devil, but he is helping this man to trick him and to trick people behind him. And if you see a good mutawah and he is using jinn, they say, oh, mashallah, this is okay, khala. If this mutawah tells you, you know, or tells the devils to do this or to tell the people to, to slaughter for the jinn, so he is mutawah, mashallah, that's it. Obey him. And that's what is happening actually. People are not really trusting anybody. They are trusting the good people. Maybe they are ulama, maybe they are awliya and so on. But actually they are tricked because this wali or this alim, whether he knows it or not, he is tricked by the devil jinn. And also, one of the cases which is important in here is that devil jinn could also talk to us from the grave. And could also cure people but not real cure. I told you before that devil jinn, if he is getting in the body, he can control the nerve system. From here to the whole body, or from the bottom of the back for the legs and feet. If the magician makes a contract with the devil jinn to get this guy as a handicapped, he can. He is capable. Allah gave him the capability, not because he is so strong, but because he has the capability and this person who is affected, the human being is affected, he lost his protection for honesty. Then he can't protect. Then easily if the devil jinn tells this, if the, if the magician tells the devil jinn to leave, the man will be okay. And you remember the case of Jim and Suhagart, I told you before. What is the best protection from this magic? I told you. Ayat al-Kursi, of course, we make more, more dua, alhamdulillah, but these are the major cases. Ayat al-Kursi, after every salah, before you sleep, and in the morning, before the sun rises, say Ayat al-Kursi, قُلْ وَاللَّهُ وَحَدُ قُلْ عَذْرُ بِالْفَلَقُ قُلْ عَذْرُ بِالْنَاسِ Three times each. Abu Dhar was with Muhammad in the dark night. Then he, Muhammad told Abu Dhar, Ya Abu Dhar, say. The minute before he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Abu Dhar did not say anything. Three times he was telling him say, but he did not say anything. Then he said, Ya Rasulullah, what should I say? He said, say, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدُ قُلْ عَوْذُ رَبِّ الْفَلَقُ قُلْ عَوْذُ رَبِّ الْنَاسِ Three times in the morning and the evening will protect you. Will protect you from everything. Who is promising? Who is telling? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as we know, وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَمْ Sunnah is another Quran, another wahi. No doubt about it. It is correct hadith. So if we take these things and we keep it in our life, then we will find not only we are protected, but we are going to be happy. Because when you say this, today, subhanAllah, I was reading about one hadith. Muhammad is telling the Sahaba, if you have any kind of sorrow, or you are upset, or depressed, say this hadith. Then you will be okay. One hadith. One hadith, if you say it, if you are so sad, if you are so depressed, you say this one hadith with your heart, then you will be okay. Who knows it? Sheikh Mahbub? Anybody? 
اللهم اني اللهم اللهم اني عبدك وابن عبدك وابن امتك ناطيتي بيدك ماضٍ في حكمك عدل في قضاءك اسالك بكل اسم هو لك سميت به نفسك وانزلته في كتابك او علمته احدا من خلقك واستعثرت به في علم الغيب عندك ان تجعل القران الكريم ربيع قلبي ونور صدري وجلاء حزني وذهاب همي وغمي. فالصحابه يسرى شو بيلون لهم؟ قال يس جو هيد ليرن افري ون هير ذس شو بيلون لك. You don't have to go and buy volume bills or go to psychiatrists and these things. No need. You have your medicine at home. The book of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Unless you have it in your heart, of course. It's better. Just recite the Quran. وَنُنَزِّلُ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ مَا هُوَ شِفَاءِ إيش معنى شفاء? I think it's the same thing in order, right? Shifa, cureless. Quran is cureless for hearts and for bodies and for minds. But we are the ones who are not using it. So we are the ones to be blamed. Not Quran or something. Yeah. To some people, some have been found taking care of some people. What do you think called these people? They are magicians. You can't say they are magicians unless they are helping this team or allowing this team to make politics and ask people for politics. Okay? Because it's not so easy to, to, to uh, accuse a person to be a magician. Tell them that's not allowed. If it was good, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would do it. Subhanallah, we have a fantastic rule, but we are really not, some Muslims, they do not really take care of it. Never do anything unless that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did it. Any ibadah, anything we have done. Now, helping is ibadah, right? Now, did Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did it, or told us to do it, or allow it? If yes, go ahead. If not, only for Allah, only the way of Rasulullah. <laughs> they said that uh, they brought some other generation now in this generation. Say, tell him a big lie because if he doesn't, if he doesn't read Quran. What Allah Taala told us, he was talking to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. These jinn came and they accepted Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They accepted Islam. He's bringing something we don't know. Quran is already there. He cannot actually. Usually these people, even if they are good people, whether they are tricked or they are gaining money of it. They take it to business. Like these people who are making, say, we're making ruqya, they're making ta'weez. It's not actually ta'weez, it's not actually ruqya. If you sometimes unfold it, you find hunky bunky. Yes. We should use the yani, reasons. We are required to go and ask for medicine, but before that we should depend on Allah, tawakkul. First of all, we make tawakkul on Allah, then we go for reasons. Yani, as an example, do you, wake, do, do you stay at home if you want children? Ya Allah, give me children. I'm depending on you and you are not married. Is it possible? At the same time, we are not allowed to just run for marriage and money and this without depending on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to have both. Depend on Allah. And also do the reasons. Make the reasons. Even though 
محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم الله سبحانه وتعالى allows him to make mistakes so he will make sharia. Is that the point? Okay. Sometimes Allah سبحانه وتعالى let Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم make mistakes. Why? To make sharia. If Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم did not miss the tashahud, first tashahud in Salat al-Dhuhr or Asr, how do we know to how to make sujood al-Sahd? That happened to Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم once that he was praying one salah for rak'ahs he did not sit down for the second first tashahud which is the second rak'ah he stood up after salah sahaba told him ya rasulullah what happened because Muhammad when he does something sahaba did not object because they say maybe this is a new wahi so they wait they asked rasulullah and said what happened he said he said ya rasulullah he did not make tashahud then he made sujood sahab now this is sharia right so new sharia for us when he slipped with sahaba when he went traveling he made Bilal to, to, to watch for him al-Fajr but Bilal slipped also so they woke up after the sun is already about 10 o'clock in the morning or 9 o'clock in the morning so he saw them moved now this is can this happen to anybody if we say wow Muhammad is doing this how how Muhammad is doing this al-Fajr because Allah wants to make sharia for us to show us how if we happen like this it's happened to us what are we supposed to do we are supposed to do the same with Muhammad sallam, that he moves from the place to another place then he makes salah in time that he woke up. So, these things, even Sihr, is all Allah Ta'ala did, so we will see how to deal with it. Many of you say, okay, why does Muhammad Ta'ala just teach us and all? No, teaching sometimes needs these things to happen. Practical things are clearer and stronger than theory things. So Allah Ta'ala, like the case of Abbas wa Tawalla, how Allah Ta'ala did not allow Muhammad Ta'ala to do this and he explained to him, that, by the way, Abata wa Tawalla and the other surahs which Muhammad Allah has shown Muhammad his mistakes is a fantastic proof that Quran is not by Muhammad If it was by Muhammad, he will not put this ayah in there. He will move it. Right? He will move his eyes because this is against him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Although he is the best, of course. But that's a fantastic proof to the Kafir to say if they say Quran was made by Muhammad, say if it was by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if it was made by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, why didn't he move this Abata wa Tawalla? Why didn't he say, Ya Yuhan Nabi, Tuharjimu ma halla Allah lak? and so on so let's see now whatever happens in the life of Muhammad is another sharia for us to learn he missed the salah he missed the shahud he, had, he, he was affected by magic and so on these are extra sharia for us to learn Allah is teaching us through Muhammad same thing when he sent Jibreel could Allah Ta'ala send a, a, a wahi whispering to Muhammad that uh, Islam is five pillars, uh, these, 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 and uh, uh, Iman is six pillars, these. He could do that, subhanahu wa ta'ala. But he made Jibreel come to Muhammad to ask him in front of Sahaba. That's why in the end of the hadith, which is narrated by Muslim and others, he told and said, Do you know who was that? He said, Who was it? He said, That was Jibreel came to teach you your deed. So sometimes Allah ta'ala makes such things to, to make Sahaba learn better, to make sh- new sharia. That's why Sahaba sometimes they are so happy when a Bedouin comes. Because Bedouins are, they are not shy. They are not ashamed of anything. They just drop things like this. Hey Muhammad! You know, they say, Ya Rasulullah, they are not yani, afraid to ask Rasulullah. Sahaba, they are, they behave. Bedouins, they don't behave. Maybe you know that. Huh? But, so, they came and they asked Muhammad directly. So Sahaba sometimes are happy to see some Bedouins coming to Muhammad because he will ask him questions that he cannot ask. 
they are afraid or they are shy or they are ashamed to ask these questions to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam but this Bidun will ask him. So they are happy to hear the question and they answer also. So however, whatever happens in time of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in life of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that is another sh- or more sharia for us to be understanding and to practice in our life. Yeah. What's the color of the dog of the uh, caveman? What is the color of the dog of... Some that he told us. He told that he is taking help from the Sahaba. He is a liar. He is a liar. He is trying to trick people. Do not, accept, do not accept anything from him. Even if he brings you money, don't take it. Yeah. Even though. <coughs> Whatever. Even if he brings you money, they give this to the poor, don't take it. Yeah. <coughs> Be careful in the word follow. We are not saying follow a madhab. We say, we say get benefit of the madhab. Yani, study. Madhab is school of thought. Get benefit of it means that you study it, you learn it. You are in India, you, your major madhab is the Hanafi, right? Study it. And get the benefit of it. But put in mind that this madhab will not be in front of Muhammad sallallahu or the words of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. if one day you believe, as we said, you know, we gave an example of Sheikh bin Baz, rahimahullah. He is the major imam or alim of this land before he dies, rahimahullah. He is a humble. And Hanbalis, they put their hands in Salah in their belly buttons, or beneath their belly buttons, right? Maybe I think Hanbalis also do this, right? Now, although he is Hanbali, and he is supposed to stick to the Hanbali madhab, he did not. When he heard another hadith, which is stronger than the hadith which is used by Imam Ahmad and his students, that to put their hands on the chest, he took the other hadith and he left that madhab. So madhab is okay, because it's a big school of thought. It's a big school of thought that these people have done fantastic in it, but it has mistakes. That's natural, human beings. If these men have done have mistakes, we are in trouble. We are in trouble. Because these are human beings. Anybody says that Abu Hanifa doesn't make mistakes? Or Ahmed ibn Hanbal or Shafi? Anybody says that, he is in trouble. Because if he says he is ma'asum, he is making Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi angry. Because we know that the ma'asum in Sharia is Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the other Ambiya. But other people are not ma'asum. You know Ma'asum? I think this is the author of the word, right? So nobody is Ma'asum except Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Abu, Abu Hanifa or Shafi or Malik or Ahmed ibn Hanbal, they make mistakes. They make mistakes. Because they are human beings. Their knowledge, as Allah told us in his holy book, وَمَا أُتِيْتُمْ مِنَ الْعِلْمِ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا But this Qaleel for me and you is too much. We have to learn it. We have to practice in our life. We cannot go, because you and I and the others, we cannot go directly to Quran and, and read the ayah and practice it, and read the hadith and practice it, because this needs some explanation to us, because our language now, I'm not talking to you, you are non-Arabic speakers, I'm Arabic speakers, but I'm, speaker, I'm having trouble reading Quran and Sunnah, because the Arabic now is not standard Arabic. The Arabic now in this land and any other land is not standard Arabic. If I meet one Morocco guy, I cannot understand his language. He's speaking Arabic, but I cannot understand his because he's using different vocabularies and he's using different ways of access that I can't understand. So in this case now we say, not even Arabs, unless they are ulama of course, they can read Quran and Sunnah and understand it directly. So in this case, what are we going to do? We couldn't do anything until you understand Arabic and understand the Quran and Sunnah? No. We say, go ahead, study Madhab, 
your area pray the way and make all the way the madhab if you receive from any alim that this piece of, key, of, of knowledge of the madhab is incorrect and there is a stronger hadith then leave this madhab and take the hadith we said mujtahid and mujtahid you remember the case of mujtahid ijtihad is not for everybody I cannot say myself I am a mujtahid neither you so in this case we have to follow a mujtahid Abu Hanifa is a mujtahid Shafi mujtahid so we have to follow them and their students and if we one day have Another Mustafa to say that this hadith is incorrect or not strong or weak, and the other hadith is stronger, then we'll follow the stronger hadith. Yes. Uh, if if uh, the dress is taking so long, if you guys I want to leave, Harak. Uh, go ahead. I'm okay for this. Yes. What's that? Magicians, yes. Yes. But not by themselves, by the devil jinn. Devil jinns can kill human beings, can hurt them. Clearly, from Quran and Sunnah. Because the, the problem started from the case of can the devil jinn enter the body of a human being? Some people say no. But Quran and Sunnah prove that. Allah Ta'ala said in His holy book about the people who takes riba, لا يقومون إلا كما يقوم الذي يتخبطه الشيطان من المس. Mess in Arabic means touching. So the jinn is touching this human being, he's getting in his body and he's controlling the body. He's controlling even his tongue. That's why if you meet some guy who is having a jinn inside, he is a man and he speaks with a woman tongue. And vice versa. He may do things that, why do you say crazy? Crazy means majnoon, majnoonish. He has a jinn. That's the meaning of it. Majnoon in Arabic means a person who is having a jinn. He's doing his mind because the jinn is driving his differently. So in this case now, the virgin could kill a person. And that's happening in reality. We have seen this so much in here and some other places. They can kill him. How will they kill him? By stopping the, the breast, by breaking the back, by so many things. But they're not going to bring a knife and kill him, you know, that's not the case. But they are using different ways. Yes. What's that? Which way? Yes. All your life is a test. All our life is a test. Yeah, it's higher and from Allah, right? Yes. Khair was sharr, all from Allah, but Allah does not send sharr complete. Be careful. Now, when we believe in Qadr, destiny, we believe that it is good in both ways. The good things for us is good, and the bad things for us is good also. How is that? Easy. Sickness as an example, bad or good? Sickness. Bad. But this is decided by Allah Ta'ala. But it is good for you, when you are sick, you will ask Allah more and more. You will be closer to Allah. So many people will see, maybe here you see in Riyadh, some colleagues, they were bad guys. And when they had some kind of accident or sickness, they come back to Allah. They become good mutawah, mashallah. So now, is this bad or good? It is bad actually, but it's good for him. So whatever Allah Ta'ala decides is good, although it's bad for us. You lose your money. A person loses his money. He's, he was a millionaire. Then all of a sudden, he lo- loses everything. This is bad. Right? Nobody likes that. But actually it could be good for him. It's, in fact, it is good for him because maybe he's a bad guy with the money. Because if a lot of money he becoming, So Allah Ta'ala takes the money from him for his own good. 
So whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does is good, but we are having bad of good. No. We have a clear ayah. In Quran, Allah told Subhanahu wa ta'ala, إِنَّهُ يَرَاكُمْ هُوَ وَقَبِيلُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا تَوْرَانُ Yani, shaitan is one of the leaders of jinn. He's not the, the, the father of all, or he is the, the only jinn. So, Allah has told this jinn, هُوَ وَقَبِيلُهُ Qabiluhu means his people. People of shaitan are devils, of course, jinn. They see us, we cannot see them. That, that's, that's not true. Yani they, they, I have seen some uh, pictures in, in internet and in Google or on YouTube. They say this is the, somebody pictured the uh, devil jinn. Not true. Because this is against the eye, huh? Not true. Not true, no. Yeah. You are not calling to them for another madhab. You are calling them to the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa يعني example we said the hadith which is in madhab uh, Hanbali is to put the hands in here now we discovered that this hadith is not so strong but Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal did not give any other hadith about this case so he took this weak hadith to put the hands in here but later on another imam's mujtahid they found this hadith which is stronger than the hadith that Imam Ahmed took so they said this hadith in here is stronger so we will take it so in any case whenever you you should call people to it, not because it's the new madhab, or it is in the other madhab. No, it is because this is the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Yani, uh, one of your colleagues, brothers, he, he, gave me, he told me a strange story, just as an example in here. He said, some Hanafis, brothers from India, when they go to Mecca for Umrah or Hajj, they may stuck in some cases, so they move to another madhab in order to finish their Hajj, then they go back to the Hanafi madhab. Then again, unless there is a hadith in there, don't take it. Just because I want to finish my tawaf after I lost my wudu, Hanafi madhab says no. You have to cut your wudu and go and make wudu. Some other madhab makes, okay, change to that, I'll become Shafi'i, so I'll make it. Then I will finish tawaf, I'll become Hanafi again. Then again, the correct thing is to follow the hadith. If this hadith is correct, take it, whether it is with your madhab or against your madhab. Because we are not Hanafis or Shafi'is or Malikis, we are Muslims. We are followers of Muhammad He is our major leader and he is our leader. And the other Imams, even if they are our leaders, they are also following Muhammad By the way, these Imams, they have said it clearly. Each one of them, Abu Hanifa or Shafi'i or Malik or Ahmed, each one of them said, whenever the hadith is there, throw my words away. Each one of them. Whenever there is a hadith of Muhammad throw my words away. They are honest. They are honest. They didn't say, don't you dare move or change to any other madhab. Don't take by any madhab. No. They say, this is what I say, and if you find any hadith against what I say, throw my words away. Towards the world. No problem. That's of course because they are, Jazamullah Khair, Rahimahumullah, they have done their best, and they are also humble. They did not try to say, oh, no, 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 nobody. If you, are, if you leave my madhab, go away. Don't sit with me. Like some sheikhs now they are doing this. We'll see you inshallah next week. Hopefully we have got something we can say that Allah will reward us for. Jazakumullah khair for listening. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.